0: There's a strong argument to be made for buying a home even during a high interest rate environment. We're gonna talk about why, stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? And now, on to our show. Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I'm your guide. I'm your host, the show, and today once again is our monthly series called "Learn with a Lender" with Joel Shab from Guaranteed Rate. Now, Joel is Vice President of Lending at Guaranteed Rate. He's been doing loans at a high level since 2003, and he's got to that level because of what he does specifically for agents, which is that he gives back part of his commission to the buyer on every transaction. Last year alone, Joel gave back over four, over $300,000 in closing costs to his buyers who worked with him. And that puts Joel's volume in the top one-tenth of 1% of all lenders nationwide. In fact, there's 400,000 loan officers in the country. And Joel is ranked number 137 out of that 400,000. Incredible. Last year, uh, he he did his highest amount ever or he actually did 126 million last year but we'll, let's talk about this year because this is the most impressive uh, number i really want you to focus on cuz this is really why I have Joel on the show. So we know that this is a tough year. This is 2023. We're wrapping up. This is one of the toughest years for anyone in the real estate industry, lenders of course included, but this year alone, he's closed 216 purchase transactions for just shy of $93 million. So, when we're talking to Joel today, I want really us to distill what he's doing that is enabling him to continue to have success when so many loan officers and so many real estate agents are struggling. Joel has the secrets. We're going to listen to him today. But if you're looking for a loan officer, we cannot more highly recommend Joel. He's the very best we've ever worked with. He's my loan officer as well. Um, and I would not hesitate to refer him to everybody I know. So please consider that my personal recommendation. Joel can be reached at joel at rate.com. J-O-E-L at rate.com. And email him because he has this great weekly newsletter where he tells you what's going on in the, uh, the, the world of lending so that you can better communicate that to your clients. You don't have to read everything. He does the reading, tells you exactly what you need to know. But please reach out to him. You can also send him a text message or call him at 773-654-2049. Let's say hello to the biggest Cubs fan I know, jo- Joel Schaub.
1: Hey, thanks again, DJ, for having me on. And it's funny when you were saying those numbers, right? Like we were talking before uh, we got on the air here in terms of just everyone has lower production and you can yeah. be busy regardless of how many deals you're doing it's it's about making sure that you stay active and keep your mind positive so we're going to go through all the things that I'm doing and I'm an open book and I'm really excited to be here again
0: i want to i want to ask you a question cuz this i think i'm going through this process myself we have a consultant that we've hired and you know i i we've never really been through this but he is having me go through a time value of money um, exercise to figure out what my what I'm currently making per hour. You know, as a I'm not an hourly employee, of course. But to I need that. Wait
1: time. a minute! Oh my gosh, I, I want to know about this. Okay, that sounds <laughs> so my, per hour. It's good.
0: To, <laughs> yeah, because to know what my time is worth, such that um, then I can say, okay, I have these tasks to do, and is this something I could delegate out and actually pay somebody to do that isn't you know where I should be focusing my energy because it's maybe not worth my time or it's something that just bogs me down. You, I feel, um, have really understood this and and really leveraged. You know, you have, you have a great team in place. You are the figurehead. You are the one in, in, at the front of everything. But I also know you're really great at delegating out so that you can be in front of your clients as much as possible. So I, I would love um, to just sort of get a little bit of understanding of how you know this is something you should do versus something you could, you know, have someone else do because your time's better spent, you know, doing other things.
1: When I was first starting out, I wanted to control every part of the process, right? Like th- That's what I thought my value was, is that I can control it from beginning to end. And then I realized I am such a better delegator. I can absolutely hire somebody to do the job. I can train them and I can make sure that they can do the job 80% as good as I can, so that I can move on and actually make a lot more money per hour. And I pay my people well. And the number one thing you wanna do is, Try to replace yourself. And that's the thing that I have done and built the team by uh, not hiring people that are exactly like you, finding what your weaknesses are and then hiring people to do those jobs for you.
0: Yeah, you really have threaded the needle so well with that because it is a balancing act because the fear, of course, and I I really am probably speaking for everyone who's listening, is that if I don't control every part of the process, number one, like you said, maybe the other person won't do it as well. And maybe my clients might think, well, Joel should be doing everything. And the funny thing is. You do almost everything because I've been your client and I know what the experience is like. It is not, you are not just the figurehead who is sitting on top of a mountain that can't be reached. You are personally involved and I don't think that's how it works with all the big loan officer teams. I know, in fact, I know it isn't. I know there are teams where the person who is the face of it isn't really interfacing with clients at all, at all. And you have really figured out how to still have those great client relationships and run a business and a team. Um, so I, I, really applaud you for that. It, I, I don't know of any other team that quite does it the way you do it. So, um, it's amazing. Well,
1: I want to share You're exactly right. So if you're, if you're a real estate agent right now, and I don't know the production, right. Let's say that you're right now doing $10 million a year of production and you want to take it to the next level. The one hire that you need to have is you need to be able to duplicate yourself and have somebody replying to your emails as you. Okay, and so what I have here is I have a director of business operations who's in my inbox all day long and he runs me like a puppet for real, like make sure that my calendar is set returns the phone calls to clients and schedules everything, as well as replying as me and setting up my day, my week and my month. And at first I thought this would never work. And now for two years, having somebody be you in your inbox completely frees you up to go out and get one more listing, go out and work with one more buyer. Your value isn't replying to emails or even answering the phone. I get the phone calls that are needed to me, but the buyers and the sellers really feel connected because somebody's always answering and replying quickly.
0: And you know, the thing that I admire most—I know this is sounding like this is a, a big commercial for you, but it is because, uh, of course, I feel this this uh, authentically towards you—is um, this this idea of, of delegation is is really really interesting to me because uh what you what you seem to be able to do more effectively than a lot of other um a- agents is and other loan officers is really understanding where you're best suited. So you were talking about delegating out. You outwork everyone in your in the in the uh activities that are generating the most income for you. So I know for example, you are just constantly at events. And I think this is a great thing. You're either hosting events or you're going to events. Um, almost, you know, most nights of the month, really, I, I know how, how hard you work. And I think realtors could really take a page out of your book and, and say, hey, this this is a great way to stay in front of, in your case, realtors who can help bring business to you. And in a realtor's case, clients that could, you know, obviously become become their clients. So um, can you talk a little bit about events and, and how you think about them? And
1: uh, Out of a 30-day period, it's not untypical that I'm uh- doing 20 different events in any given month like so today's as we're taping this i've had Three events in the last two days, and they can range from small events where I'm helping real estate agents grow their business, simple happy hours, uh, flower making events, putting bouquets together, uh, wine tasting events, uh, or right now, one of the lowest cost events that we can do as a real estate agent is hiring a photographer right now and doing the fall and winter photos in advance. Right. Yeah. So great this Saturday, I'm actually, we have a Santa Claus. It's a lot cheaper to get a Santa Claus in October, DJ. Yeah, that's a good idea. September. What a smart idea. Right. For <laughs> real. So we have a Santa Claus and smart, we have a real estate God, agent. And so the Santa Claus for a three hour period is literally $250. And then we're hiring a photographer all in this event cost about $500. And this real estate agent has 60 families coming. They're going to get their photos taken. And the agent then sends high quality photos via email so that Their clients can do a Christmas card, Hanukkah card, New Year's card. And it's so inexpensive, but agents don't know to do that. So partner with a lender that can actually split that cost with you. And that's one great thing that we're doing. And it's just all the way up and down the spectrum from low cost to high cost. Uh, There's things that we're doing right now to grow the business. Uh, Six months out of the year, I'm doing 20 events per month.
0: I, I don't know how you find the energy and the, uh, the the stamina for it, but you do and you're great at it. and that's what everyone in the local market knows Joel because he is so out in the public, uh, you know he is he is he is immersed in in the uh, in our, our uh, industry and that is where you need to be. Um, let's talk about rates. So rates are you know right now approaching the eighths um, at the time of this taping. We know it's it's uh, you know not the preferred rates that anyone listening would like to <laughs> present to their clients, of course, but this is where we're at. So um, you are still going strong. You are still doing well. So I am excited to talk to you because everyone else tells me, oh, it's just uh, everyone's sort of in, in the doldrums about it right now, but you are not. So I'm excited to learn what you are doing to stay busy and what you might recommend to our agents.
1: Well, rates are the rates right now. You're exactly right, DJ. As of uh, today, they're uh, on a fast track towards 8% and a lot of clients right now without the perfect credit scenario are well into the 8% on a standard 30-year fixed rate mortgage if they have any uh, lower credit scores or lower down payments or unique properties like a two to four unit building or an investment property, okay? A perfect credit score, score, I should say, borrower with 20 or 25% down can absolutely get rates in the low to mid sevens right now. Um, with minimal discount points, but that's a far cry from even a year ago when they were in the low sixes, okay? And so that's kind of the atmosphere that we're playing in right now. And so I focus on education and you as an agent should be doing the same thing I have a hot take right now that I've been telling a lot of people, and uh, I'd be curious if you want me to share this hot take.
0: All right, break, breaking, uh, break. We're well, not breaking news, but we're gonna yeah. we're gonna dr- dramatic pause for the hot take. Uh, go ahead.
1: Well, this week I've talked to several clients, and they were shocked when I said this. And once I explained it, they said, "Wow, that makes sense." And two of them actually went under contract this week after going through this. So I said. Now that you're out looking at places with so-and-so realtor, I really hope that we actually go under contract before rates drop. I really hope rates stay as high as they are right now before you find the place. You go, well, what do you mean? I go.
0: So so. so now I'm, I don't have any yeah. effects in front of me, but it'd be a screeching record. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And this is the truth. As soon as rates drop, if all of a sudden tomorrow rates were at five and a half percent, we're gonna have a flood of buyers back into the market. And I explain, we had this. I was living through it in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. And most of the people that are listening here, if you were in the business, you remember how great it was, but it was terrible. Okay. It was
0: terrible for buyers. Yeah. It was the yeah. hardest thing ever.
1: So follow me here, right? I said, if we buy this home right now and the rates are in the high sevens and good for you that you can afford it, good for you that you have the down payment. There are so many people that I talk to that actually, unfortunately, can't qualify right now. And if they're on the sidelines, you think it's just one or two people? It's thousands of people that have this brilliant idea to wait for rates to come down. Okay, so if you buy that home at five hundred thousand dollars today and rates are in the high sevens, as soon as those rates are in the fives, somebody's going to be willing to pay 50 grand more for your home because the payment is going to be so much less. And it's true. And I don't know where this is going to end, DJ, but this is absolutely what the next step in real estate is going to be. Rates will be coming down and that's going to drive values up. And here's why I know it to be the case here for real. One second. There's no more inventory. We still aren't getting new construction up to the level that's going to put so much excess inventory into the market. And two, we don't have any sellers that are really dying to trade their 2% or 3% rates in. So there's not going to be a massive inventory for a while.
0: It, it makes all the sense in the world. And then, so, so you, you're basically, Buying high, but what you're also you're not buying high. The rate is just high. You're not necessarily overpaying. That's the important thing to remember. We always think about rates. We don't think about price as much. And price and rates are inversely related. So they are negatively correlated. As one goes up, the other typically goes down. So, so the reality of it is, Joel is 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 so right. And this is a wonderful perspective and paradigm shift to give to your clients to say, hey, would you rather compete with 50 other uh, buyers right now who can get, in, or not right now, but what rates were to come down right now? Would you want to compete with 50 people? Yeah. That's what it was like a couple of years ago. And remember, people were buying sight unseen. They were waiving all sorts of contingencies. They were waiving inspections. They were just sort of throwing caution to the wind because rates were so low and a lot of people overpaid. And So let's say you buy a place now and it's in the 7s or the 8s, whatever the rate may be, less competition, you're probably going to pay less. And when rates drop, guess what you get to do? Refinance.
1: Take a perfect example. Let's just even go lower in price because a lot of my stuff that I help clients with aren't these multi million dollar homes. Everybody thinks, oh, I don't want to bother you with a $300,000 transaction, but that's the bread and butter. These are the people that listen to me, they take advice, I can coach them on the next steps for home ownership. And if you buy a home today at $300,000 and we put down 30 grand, when rates drop, your value will be 30 grand more it's going to go up. People will pay more for home if their payment is based on a 5% rate than an 8% rate. Okay, so now we put in 30 grand. And in a couple of years, we're going to have 60 or 70 grand worth of equity. I'm not saying we sell, but that is the strategy that is what's going to happen. So if you're a realtor right now, and you have buyers saying, I want to wait, you say, Well, yeah, I want to wait till rates come down too. But listen to this. If you bought a home now and we put a low down payment, as soon as rates drop, you're going to have a major increase in value to your place. That's going to help you. It's a different talking point than what the media is talking about how bad rates are right now. Okay. Be the bearer of good news.
0: You know, I want to really encourage everybody to... You know, if this didn't just uh, change your your perspective at least a little bit. By the way, I'll give you a a, a stat that changed my perspective yesterday. I'm going to add this in. It's a little um, uh, in addition to what we're talking about now. It has nothing to do with this, but I'm going to give you an example. So this really changed my my mind yesterday, and then what you just said really helped me feel better about the current conditions of the market as well. So I'm going to give you guys something that I learned on top of what Joel just said. So we we know that um, longevity, right? We we know that the average, uh, at least in, in America people live typically into their early 70s that's kind of when the actuary tables say you know we're, we're going to start expiring women live a little bit longer than men but it's early 70s to mid 70s however that's not actually the really the, the the true numbers the real number is if you make it to 40 this is just blew my mind if you make it to 40 uh you actually now your life expectancy is in the later 80s which is really cool. And I heard that and it made me feel better because now all of a sudden it changed my perspective. I went, oh, I got a little bit, probably a little bit more time <laughs> left. Uh, and this this is what Joel just did. He basically gave you a lifeline. He gave you some information that you can go out there in the world. And actually it's not just a rosy sort of, hey, this is the nice side of looking at high rates. It's actually logical and it makes sense. So please do me a favor, take this episode Anyone who's bummed out that you know that's a realtor or a loan officer who's also struggling, please send this to them. This is what everybody needs to hear so we can go out there and capture more business and get more listings and get more buyers. I guarantee this is what's going to
1: happen. I don't have the crystal ball in terms of when rates are going to drop, but I'll reiterate this piece. If you're buying something now way above market rate, right, we know the feds have pushed rates way too high for a reason, to really stamp out inflation. So stick with me here. These rates should not be this high. They have to be this high to actually pull the inflation numbers down. If you're buying a piece of real estate at these higher numbers, when rates come down and they will come down. That property is worth more. Okay. I don't know in the future what's going to happen. I don't know where this all ends, but this next time period, this is truly what's going to happen. Buy something now in that price point that's under a half a million. You know it's going to go up. Okay. That's what's that's what we're seeing.
0: One other question I have now I'm we're going to switch to it to a different topic, but the same basic idea. Do first-time home buyers, in your experience, because you work not just with people buying or selling their second property or third, you know uh, they've worked with with loans before, they have an expectation of where rates they like rates to be, but a first-time home buyer might not have any expectation, right? So, do my question to you is: Do most first-time home buyers even care about the rate?
1: They're. Very concerned with the rate. I don't think this okay. is the answer you're thinking, but they really are because it's one of the only ways that you feel like you have any damn control. We all know that it's ah, bad. Makes sense. And so, like, I can't get there's no inventory. I can't find the home that I want, but I'm smart. I have good credit. I have good income. I should get the best rate that's out there. So, I'm going to go scour the internet and I'm going to go find the dark corners of the place that's got the cheapest number. And that's the wrong way to do it, but I understand the logic behind. There's probably only one thing I can control is going out and trying to find a really cheap mortgage rate. And that's similar to, we've talked about this so many times before, DJ, it's like, do you want discount eye surgery, right? Right am I getting the Groupon for the coronary bypass surgery or do I actually want somebody who's done it for years? So there's a happy medium. And I teach people all the time when they call me, I'm like, I might not be for you. I might not be the person if you're calling 17 banks saying, what is your rate today? Are you the cheapest? There's always somebody cheaper, right? There's only one cheapest person. And what you were really asking is, what is the value that I'm getting working with you? And that's what you... That's what you're
0: looking for. Definitely- yeah. I mean, look, yeah. if, if you've been a realtor long enough, we know some of these discount uh loan shops who, you know, hey, again, as Joel said, it's really attractive to chase rates. Of course, mm-hmm. who doesn't want the lowest rate, but the rate itself is just one little piece of the entire puzzle. And the real the real challenge is, can everybody work together to actually close this deal? And a lot of times those, well, we all know, I, I, without saying any names, of course, we know some of these firms are not as good <laughs> at doing that and so of course working with somebody again just like Joel said do you pay a, do you want to not that Joel's necessarily more expensive but if he is there's a reason for it, and it's not because you know he just wants you know more money. It's because his value is that he can get deals closed, and he got my deal closed. Uh, he gets lots of other people's deals closed uh, that are friends of mine, and everybody raves about him. Joel, I wanted to ask one more thing about partnering with yeah. you as an agent because I know that you have you do partner, you do all these events. Um, can you talk a little bit about that, and and if anyone's listening who is looking for a partnership, maybe what what you might suggest.
1: After the last episode dropped, I didn't even tell you this. I'm glad to share this with you live. I got about 40 different emails. within like an hour period saying, what you shared was amazing, I wanna do follow-ups. And I've talked to about seven or eight people out of those 40 and really built some great friends across the United States of just agents that uh, I'm just giving back to and just having real conversations with. And we're actually closing transactions in the company that I work for is in all 50 states, but they always say, hey, hey, do you work in Florida or do you work in Texas? And the answer is always yes. and right now it's it's important to have somebody that's local for you and if you don't have somebody that's local really what you want is a partner that wants to contribute money and this is where i'm going to get in trouble okay loan officers hate me saying this (laughs) but i'm one of the most generous people i want to find ways to give back to my agents here in chicago and that's where i live and that's where 85% of my business, DJ, is in the downtown Chicago market. Um, so wherever you're at in the United States, I can teach and I can help and I can coach. But the one thing that I can do is even if you don't send any business to me, I want to get you on the newsletter so that you can get those bite-sized pieces of information that you can share with your buyers or sellers to elevate your game you know without the jargon what the hell's going on right so we can teach you every single week something new and if it just gives one more seller to you or gives one more buyer to you that's that's the reason you tune in to dj show
0: great well the easiest way to do that to get on his mailing list and i do encourage you to do that because every week usually wednesdays uh his team sends that out and it is chock full of information, little bite-sized pieces that you can use, like what Joel was saying today about, hey, he actually, his hot take was, it's actually possibly a really good time to buy, right? Now, that will stop people dead in their tracks right now. Oh, it is? Why? Right? Joel's going to give you, uh, well, he just said it today, but he also said every Wednesday or Thursday when he sends that out, you get exactly that kind of information. Wouldn't you love to be able to call everybody you know who's on the sidelines right now and say, hey, look, I know you might feel that it's not a good time. I would like to talk a little bit more about why it might be a good time to buy. Um, I know if somebody said that to me, I would go, I'm, I'm, my ears are open, tell me. And and that's what the kind of stuff that Joel sends out to you. And it's really, really good stuff. So please, please uh, encourage everybody listening, get on his newsletter. And of course, also reach out to him. Um, Joel at rate.com is the best place to do that. Joel, any parting words, uh, maybe something you are such a positive Person, um, you always sort of are looking for the opportunities and the challenges, and, and you get excited about challenges. Um, wh- how do you stay? How do you stay positive through difficult times?
1: Well, there's a lot of ways to stay positive right now, and I'll share a story of just somebody that I was speaking to that was down, and I, I asked this simple question, and I'm going to ask it to your audience too. Do you just have that listing right now that just isn't selling? Like it's just sitting there, and you're like what the hell do I need to do to get a buyer into this home, right? So it's sitting in the market. I want to go through a strategy right now that I did a month ago. And within one week, it was under contract and they've already closed this deal. So before we start going through and doing another price reduction, let's just talk about the 2-1 rate buy-down strategy and how we can get the seller credit to really boost the potential for buyers to come in and buy this place. So let's set the groundwork here. We have a listing, and this listing is a $500,000 single family home, and it is not selling. And we have a choice. Do we make a reduction to 475, and hopefully that moves the needle, DJ? And as I was talking to the client, uh, the agent about what clients would come in and how that moved the needle, uh, I broke down the numbers, so I'm going to do that here and just talk about how a $500,000 sale going down to 475, what that does, and how there's a much better way. And once you know this better way, there's going to be uh, it's going to be music to your ears. Okay, so uh, I broke it down like this. I said at $475,000, it's a $25,000 difference. And that $25,000 at today's rates, great. That does mean the buyer has about $150 less per month. That's great. $150 less per month might be enough to get that buyer in the door, but I had a better solution. And I know a lot of you already know this, but let's go through the specifics of how it helps you and it helps the seller. So I suggested, let's get on social media and let's promote that the seller is offering to buy down any buyer that comes in for the next two years and get their rates into the fives and sixes. And they knew about the strategy, they just didn't know how to implement a two-one rate buy down, okay? So remember, this is what we're talking about. So I told them to specifically get on and we did a video together that says, uh, on a $500,000 place, the payment is $644 a month less than the home next door that was priced higher, okay? So all we had to do is offer a 3% seller credit and the payment now was over $600 a month less for that first year for the buyer coming in. And so if you're a listing agent and you have a place before we do a price reduction, let's offer the buyer a 3% seller credit so that their lender can do a 2-1 rate buy down. And I know that was wordy, but that's how we do it. And it really worked. They had a full price offer. There was another buyer that had just lost out on deal after deal and with rates going up, they didn't think they were gonna buy and it made all the difference in the world. Uh, So it was a really successful way to do this.
0: Yeah. So basically how that works is the seller is buying down the rate so that the buyer feels better about the rate that they're paying the monthly payment. The buyer is doing that for two years, then it will go to, you know, its original rate or, and of course uh, the person can refinance as well at that time possibly. So this is a great strategy for sellers and the, the challenge I, I would suspect with this is marketing it, like making sure that people know that this property offers this. So you were saying social media is a great place because it's not going to necessarily pop out of an MLS listing. Oh, by the way, this is a, you, you know, you have to comb through it to find that. So do you find that that's really effective to promote that on social media? Hey, we're doing this. We're going to be buying down the rate
1: it is but it's also really important to actually understand it right what is really more important than promoting it is you as an agent need to actually do some research and understand the ins and outs of what it is so that you can effectively tell the seller as well as sell it i know it because i was doing this back in 2007 when rates went up then this is what developments were doing we had big developments of condo conversions apartments going to condos and those condos were sitting stagnant so the sellers were offering every incentive in the world and that's where we really got into buy downs back then the last couple of years there is no need to buy down a rate they were in the twos and threes right so now that they've gone up it's come back into fashion and most of the people talking about it don't even know what it is so work with somebody that actually is done it and if you haven't done it do a little bit of research go on to Google and talk uh, type in 2 one rate buy downs from the seller and you'll get a load of resources that you so once you understand it you'll be able to promote it better and if Google doesn't give you the answer uh, just call Joel. I'm happy to spend 10 minutes with you and just go into more detail, but you can do this. It's a much better way than offering another price reduction because it makes the buyer's payment a lot lower for a couple of years.
0: And it's a really cool creative thing that buyers are not going to be as familiar with. So it creates a little bit of exclusivity to the property that you may be listing. Um, And it creates this cool little additional thing that, probably 95% of the homes out there on the market don't all have as well, or maybe even higher, probably 99% don't offer mm. that. So that is a really cool thing to just, you know, it's, I almost consider it like a little hidden room in a house that's unique and cool that, you know, no other house has. So guys, you know, we want, uh, Every, possibility, every possible option to get these homes sold. So this is a great way to attract more people that are maybe a little rate conscious at the time. So great opportunity. Guys, reach out to Joel. Let's get on his mailing list. Joel at rate.com is his email. You can also reach out to him uh, at 773-654-2049. A guaranteed rate is licensed in all 50 states. So even if you're somewhere else, or even if you just want advice or you just want some help reach out to Joel he he couldn't be more generous with his time it is the he is a big believer of givers get so he will always he gives to our show he gives to a uh, lots of people and so please don't be shy and reach out to him um Joel um, on behalf of the audience I want to thank uh thank you for being on we we had a, covered a lot of great ground today talked about buy downs we talked about you know how to talk about where rates are currently and why it actually may be a great time to purchase um, and really just shifting everyone's attitude and perspective in finding these opportunities uh today which which uh, are elusive to a lot of people so we just gave you some great ways please share it with a friend but on behalf of Joel and myself we want to thank our a- our agents our listeners and which are all agents um and by the way i just wanted to um, thank everyone personally we have just crossed over 500 episodes uh yes. we have crossed over three million audio downloads. We are very, very uh thankful and grateful to everyone listening. Please continue to share the show. Leave us a review. That's the other thing that really, really helps us. Uh unless of course you're gonna leave a one star. <laughs> well I guess you could leave a one-star review too. That's fine. But um thankfully most of you don't but leave a review. Let us know what you think of the show um and let us know how we can improve because that's our job. So please thank you. Also uh support our sponsors and also support our guests like Joel reach out to him. He is awesome. Um, All right, guys, we will see everybody on the next episode. Thanks, Joel. Thanks so much for having me on, DJ.